Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast with your hosts, Joel Miner and Andrew Quadrio. Joel and Andrew are on a mission to make you aware of all the unnecessary pain and unavoidable costs that commonly happens throughout a building or renovating process, educate you on how to avoid these common mistakes, as well as share knowledge, experience, ideas, and inspiration so you can enjoy your building experience. What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast. Yes, we are here to educate you and make sure you build, you enjoy your building experience. Hey, Andrew, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? G'day, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm good. I'm good. I see you've upgraded your background there with the hat yes, hanging I've, off the fan. I've added a hat. Everybody can have a look. There, there. <laughs> like sitting up on the, on the fan. So. I'm, I'm glad you'd come to the party the with the, uh, the great background. I, <laughs> I need to up, what do you reckon i need to upgrade my background compared to joel's or what do, what do you guys think the old air conditioner and the scrum board is not good enough scrum board scrum boards are great but andrew's looks yeah. like his scrum board's been stuck on the last how long how many podcast episodes yeah uh, yeah maybe about 12 slow progress <laughs> yeah, I'm really slow <laughs> busy i'm busy right <laughs> busy. busy all right well let's get into this because me and andrew are having i uh we're having a bit of a topic topic off air if i can get my words right tonight but um, I was talking with a lady in regards to a couple of things with recently we started doing some work for, her and she wanted to make, make a couple of things, a couple of changes within a house that she'd built not that long ago. And uh, she sort of said, Oh, while you're here, do you mind just coming and having a look at a few things? I said, yep, no worries. Um, while you're doing that. So I said, went and had a look and they had built this house 13 years ago. And they had, uh, she'd noticed some of the tiles had started cracking. Um, some of the bathroom had started, walls have started cracking and a few little bits and pieces. She said she wasn't quite sure. Something didn't seem quite right. Um, it wasn't an overly old house. So why is this happening now? <clears throat> and um, we went outside, had a look at the brickwork and I noticed there was a few cracks and stuff in there. And she started telling me the story. I said, oh, who'd you build with? And she started going through it all. And she's like, look, we built this house 13 years ago. I absolutely hated it. The communication from the the guy that we built with was rubbish. We weren't allowed on site. We weren't allowed to come look at anything. It was only specific hours. There were certain times we were allowed there. And we sort of had to like force our way to go and have a look at our house that was getting built. And she sort of come to the, like, she's like, this shouldn't be happening at this early on in the piece of having a brand new house built. You know, she was like, what do I do? Is it fixable? Is it bad? Is there something wrong? Is there something I can do to um, be able to, you know, fix what's wrong? Was it going to cause any issues later on down the track? And I gave her a few options of what she could do. And like, I don't like putting other people in that position saying, you know, you need to do this and make sure you get the builder. It's, I just sort of give her some suggestions and what she does with it was up to her and whether they get an engineer support to say, you know, what's happening with the concrete or that sort of stuff. But my first suggestion was go back to the builder and just have a chat and say, look, this is what's happening. Can you tell me what's going on? Is this right? Is there something wrong? But I was more concerned about the, her experience that she had, like they'd built this house and she said, I'd never want to do that again. Like never. I hated it. Like when you're building your house or your dream house, it's a, it's a, it's a it should be enjoyable process. Enjoyable. Yeah. Like you want to make sure you enjoy it. Like for her to say that, like I can see the look on her face while she was saying it, like she was back in that moment going back through the whole process and just picturing it through her head. Like 
probably see the horror in her eyes. <laughs> it was, oh, and you feel bad because it's like more often than not, people say that. Like, how mm, often? Yeah, do you hear every, about everybody's got a horror story about it. Everybody's got a, yeah. Or, or, or if it's not about a house, it's of a bad tradesperson that's left a yeah. mess or, you know, stuffed this up or, you know, done, not done what they've asked and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, everybody's got a story about it. And I find, I kind of feel that it, like, like a lot of people's common thing that they talk about is their experience through that. Like, I don't think they realize like mm. what, what they're, they talk about it as the experience, but they don't realize that at the start. But once they've gone yeah. through the process, then they're like, that was really shit. I didn't like that. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's what me and Andrew wanted to break into tonight is that the, the topic is it worth sacrificing your experience over the cost of something like the builder yeah. she built with was like a spec home builder, which, which is fine. He, that that's all he specialized in, which is good. You know, if they, if you want a, a budget cost, cost effective home, you know, that's exactly what you'll get. And it's for some people that works brilliant, you know, but don't, but don't expect to get gold star service for it. Like, it yeah, exactly. Right. Like, that's that's the thing you can't get if you if if that's your budget yeah great then that's fine um but don't expect miracles from the bill like don't like that's that's what seems to be the running trend with it all is that that, that people you know race to the race to the cheapest price because they think they're getting better value or more value from the cheapest price when it's still the same product in the end yes but how important is your life and your um, well-being, mental well-being throughout the process? That's what you've got to weigh up, I think, is how much that's worth. And if it's worth an extra, I don't know, 5 10% for you to have a smooth run through things, then maybe it's worth, you know, maybe it's worth investing in that. And having a good time of it and actually enjoying it. So you can say to your friends and family, yeah, I really enjoyed it here. Use this person the next time, that sort of stuff. So, and, yeah. and um, like we've talked about this in the past, like there's only three, like three ways that corners can be cut. Like there's only three ways yeah. that any builder can do it cheaper than the other. I'm not going to go into detail on it, but it's cheaper labor, yep. cheaper or inferior materials that doesn't come to standard. Yep. And fill me on the last one, Andrew. And um, margin, people cut margin out. Yeah, I almost forgot that one too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, am I going in the right direction here? No. Yeah, people cut and yeah, builders cut. We cut. We have just uh, spoken this at length before, but you know, builders cut margin out. They cut margin. They think it's a good idea to cut margin to uh, make sure they win a job because I've got to win the next job. But the thing is, they then subconsciously prioritize a job that they're doing. They're getting more money for, or doing getting more margin on. Uh, over your job and that's what's going to happen every single day of the week and if they're using inferior quality materials then the cracks are going to start appearing like this story that Joel's just talking about cracks are going to start appearing earlier than they should because 13 years is a while but it probably shouldn't be still shouldn't be happening um, and if they use inferior quality labor then you're going to get cracks as well because it's not been put together so well yeah, and you're going to get defects, and it's not going to look as nice, and you're going to get little details that should have been sought out, and people don't think, you know, don't don't pay get paid enough to think that far ahead. And and Sorry, the end care. the end result looks the same. Like it it would you know builder A builder B one was twenty or thirty thousand dollars, and the other both look the same product. Looks looks fine. 
you know, five, ten how years you, later down the track. How you, yeah. And how was your life during? A little bit more expensive that, you know, use proper materials and labour and install properly. Still this looks, house still is looks still standing, still looks new. Oh, the one that just being, a few corners are being cut and bits and pieces haven't been done properly. Things start appearing. Yeah, exactly right. So, you know, I know you've had a similar story too, Andrew. That Yeah, um, we had a... Um, we had a client last year, part of the, the, one of the first steps in our process to people becoming clients of ours is we, we get them to fill in a questionnaire just to get their details and bits and pieces on what they're doing. And one of, uh, uh, one of the, um, sorry, one of the questions in the questionnaire is, um, have you built before and will that be builder? Will you use, basically, will you use that builder again? Um, and this lady had put down, uh, yes, we've built before and no, this builder, the, that builder will be taking no part in this project. And I was like, well, I have to ask what that is because it's a very interesting answer. So I asked, I said, well, you, this builder you had before, you had experience before and you've told me here, builder for, why is this builder not being used again? And she said, because we had a nightmare of a time when he was here. She said, I was... I had a very young baby, less than 12 months old. Uh, it was coming up to Christmas. We were first promised before Christmas and we'd be, in, we'd be all finished before pre-Christmas and blah, 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 blah. And as per usual, things blow out and that doesn't happen. She said, which we weren't, you know, that wasn't overly critical, but we didn't have a roof on over Christmas. He left a tarp on our roof over Christmas for like two and a half weeks while he went away on holidays. Water got in, we couldn't get hold of him. It destroyed chip rock ceilings. It got into walls. Uh, all sorts of debacle. Never got never got inspections done in bathrooms or engineers inspections, frame inspections, or any of this sort of stuff. So they still it was like three years after they'd done that when we when we were contact with them, and they still hadn't got final sign off on that that project. Um, and then we were brought in, and she was like, oh, "Can you do any of this? Can you do this fix stuff?" And I was like, "Honestly, I I can I can point you in the right direction, so, but I can't do it because I'm not the builder." I'm not signing off anybody else's work, but she had a horrible time. They kept forever telling me how horrible the time was when they were there last. And my simple communications with them, they were like, oh, I've looked just like, you know, we're coming tomorrow or we're starting tomorrow or these guys are coming tomorrow. We won't be there for a couple of days. That sort of simple communication is just, just the what is going on and keeping them in, not, not putting them in the dark about what's going on was... Yeah. They were they were astounded by the service that was given. I didn't do much, like honestly. I, didn't, oh, I just communi- I just communicated with them. Like oh, we're communicating no. right now. Like I just I just continued this communication that I did with, with most people, just with them. And and they were they were dumbfounded that I was talking was talking to them and, and letting them know what was going on. It was just and it was surprising to hear how bad their experience was with this guy but everybody seems to have a story like that and and, and most of it is due to bad poor communication yeah. and builders are notorious for and builders and tradespeople notorious for bad communication which is terrible to say. Yeah. and i want to break that down because two stories there are very similar and the two things that they both said they had a bit bad experience i don't wouldn't don't want to ever do it again they never knew it let it never never let us knew what was going on there was two things from them, two stories, both one was trust. They weren't allowed to do, they didn't have a, a, a trusting relationship from the start. Yep. Yep. And the other one, the both stories was like communication. Like, yes, they hated the experience and everything. And the, listen to the words they said was, you know, we don't want to do it again. We never knew what was going on. 
They never got back to us. They went on holidays and didn't tell us what was happening. Like all that goes back to something as simple as communication. And yes, it may be only a two minute job for the builder to do, but you'd be surprised at how very hard it is to say, you know, we'll be back tomorrow at seven o'clock text message or we're not coming tomorrow. We'll be back on Friday and it's Wednesday. Like just, just little things like that to look out for that you, they appear really early in the piece Mm. when you're going through the process of finding a builder and you are going through a renovation, like, you know, Hey, we're going to be meeting tomorrow. Um, You know, this is what we talked about today. Just confirming this all makes sense. Just, just little things that, you'll pick up on a build of, you'll, you'll know, like it's a feeling that you guys get. I say this to a lot of clients, like whether they go with me or someone else, I say, this is something you guys have got to feel comfortable with and create an emotional connection with your builder. Like it's, yeah, it's it's not something that appears overnight either, but you definitely get a good feeling. Yeah. You get a good feeling. And, and that comes through them understanding a really, uh, not them saying, yes, I understand, I understand, I understand, but the way they communicate back to you your problem and the issue that you're having in your home really, um, uh, you know, proves to you to, to what, it, what happens in your head is you are, you are being proved that, or sorry, you, that they are proving to you that they've listened and that they understand your problem, not by just saying, yeah, yeah I understand, I get it, I get it, I get it, oh, yeah, I get it, I get it. they're not listening if they're saying that um uh, they're really communicating back saying okay so this is the problem this is what you're having have i got that right that's how they should be communicating back to you that they understand your problem because if they understand your problem they're going to create an emotional connection with you and that's how you're going to feel and and them too yeah, there, for sure. There's a connection there, and there's there's some trust automatically building a rapport, automatically building between you and your builder. Um, and they shouldn't be the other thing they should that, that you should be looking out for too is they shouldn't be telling you how you should be doing it. They should be saying, "Okay, so this is your problem. What if we did it like this? Or what if we did that? Would that solve your problem? If we did it this way, would do you think that'd alleviate things or that, that sort of thing? Not." I oh, know we should do it like this because I th- I think it should be done this way, or I'm gonna I'm gonna do it like this and like that and around here and over over there and you go nah, that's not yeah. quite what I'm after. Yeah. If that's what you think, then you're not in, you're not talking to the right person. And that like, and- that happens all that happens all the time too. I have people like people say that to me heaps and heaps of times where <laughs> I've walked in and listened to what they've said conveyed back to them what they've said in my words and they said yeah yeah that's right so you go, oh you're actually the first builder to, to, to come and talk to us and actually listen to what we've said and 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 talk about what we want to do not what you want to do yeah and i'm like what i'm here to help you why would i come here and tell you how i want to do it like it's your house it's not mine yeah you guys are gonna live why would i try and build my house in your in your my order trying to build my extension in your house like it just doesn't make any sense. Yes. Yeah. And that like going back to that emotional connection, like that's not something, you know, you guys just feel as well as the client feels that as well. It's something like Andrew said, the builder feels that as well. Like, and when that happens, your builder, good, good things happen. after. Good things happen because that builder feels the same way you do. And if, if you guys are all on the same page, that builder is going to make sure that 
they're providing a uh, good product for you guys and a great experience so that you guys enjoy it as well. And look, don't get me wrong, experience the experience through a renovation is not always the greatest, especially when you're living there. But you yeah, can, that's right. It's, you can, yeah, yeah. It, it, don't get us wrong. It's it's tough. Don't like it's never going to be just a walk in the park, but it should be as painless and as stress free as possible. And and the way to do that is through good communication and good trust and rapport with your builder. And it's not it's not your job as the client to to build that trust and rapport. It's the it's the builder's job to earn your trust and yes. earn your and and build the rapport with you. So that you both can head towards a common goal, not going like not going different different directions. You should be all heading towards the same goal at the end, which is your goal. Yeah, they might ambition. guide you in. They might they might you know bump you in the right direction when you go off track, or no, I think we should get to here instead of like we we should go this way instead of going straight up. We should go around this corner or something like that. But um, uh, they. They have to help you along the way get to your goal, not take you to their goal. It's kind of, it's kind of like a, a guide, I guess, when you go, yeah, on, on a tour. When you go on a on a on, you know. on a on a hike or something like that. Yeah, you know, tour, Yeah, doesn't matter how you hike and how you get there. They'll just show you mm. here's the pathway. This is the direction mm. we're heading. Yeah, it's the same, yeah, same yeah. very similar concept. And I've yeah. I've talked to a, another client about this the other day. Um, you know, he was really concerned about building with the builder that actually does the work, you know, yep. and a lot of the times the builder that is doing the work um, that has a few guys working for them, you know, they're not on, on site all the time, which is, you know, not depending day, on yeah. which, which they've got to manage things and, you know, talk to, to you as a client and make sure that you guys are happy and how things are progressing and they can't do it all at once. So you need to make sure that one, they've got a good team behind them that supports the same vision that you're looking for and they can convey that to their team and, you know, getting to know their team, like, you know, who's the guy that works from, who's the apprentice, who's, who's the sort of the guy that's on site that's in charge, you know, if the builder's not there and you, you get a pretty good feeling. And, and sometimes you may not always get to meet their team, um, you know, prior to them starting the work, oh, but yeah. if you've got enough, a good enough relationship with the builder and you know, you can trust them, then, you know, if that's good, then there's, there's, a, there's a fair chance that they've got a good team behind them to back them up to make sure that, you know, if they're not there and you're there, they can talk to you about things. They can show you how this is operating, how this is working. And that's yeah. coming back to to getting that trust and, and making sure that the person you're building with is right. And it's, it's just looking for them little things in the start that, you know, communi- communication, or it always seems to come back to that. Always boils down to communication. It's always that. And always. The if, if they're not communicating with you, they're never going to communicate with you. Yep. And you're just in for a heck for a, one very, very, very bumpy ride throughout the process. You, like, and you need to either nip it in the butt real quick, either, either like by either finding someone else or saying, oh, I want to know more. I just, I just want to know more. I just want to know more. I just want to be the squeaky wheel that gets the oil. Yeah. And, and please, if, they get annoyed, if they get annoyed, if they get annoyed by that run, like get out of it. Like, they you are paying them they should be not not at your beck and call because that's because they have other projects and they have other projects on but they should be it should still communicate with you when you expect it yeah and i think like you want to make sure that that builder makes your job feel like they have that's the only job they have going yeah 
hundred percent. That's how I look at it. Like if I'm going to buy something from someone, I want to feel like that I'm the only person, I'm the only person here at the moment that wants to buy that product and they've, yeah, I've got all their attention and time. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I agree. That's how that should be. Spin the tables around. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a lot and, of time and, and money and effort and energy that yeah. And as, as we said, that doesn't mean that they should be there. The, the build that the builder or the or the any team member should be there all day every day. But if they're not going to be there, they should let you know we're not going to be there, or we're just with this, or we're going to be there this afternoon, or you know, in two days' time we're going to be back because we're going to do this. And we're waiting on the we're not on the plaster up because he can't come till three to four days or something like that, sort of thing. So yeah. Um, and- and talk to you build about schedules and stuff. Like, you know, this is a great opportunity before you move ahead. Um, scheduling is a massive thing. And you'd be surprised how often, how many builders you ask them for a schedule and they go, schedule? What's that? Just ring them and let you know when they're coming. Like, yeah. it's and, and schedules aren't always to a T, but it's, no. it's like setting goals and having things to shoot for because at least if you've got something in place, you can go, right, this is our end target. This is when things are supposed to be happening. Let's try and make it work. Where if you haven't got anything yeah. in place, how does the other sub trade or the plumber or the plasterer or the electrician know when they haven't even got anything visual in front of them? Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. just making just little things like that. Well, you know, we're going through the coding process. You know, how, how do you work at your time? Do you have a schedule that you send your trades or, you know, just yeah. little things like this. You can ask the question and say, they'll just go, you know, they should be able to go, yep. You know, here's the mm-hmm. schedule from basically start to finish. This yeah. is what we're aiming we, for. We, yeah, we. I don't think you do as well. We provide that in our when we deliver a proposal to someone. Like that's part of the proposal is a is a, is a timeline of when and, things are happening. You know, with a with a with a um, obviously the start date is a to be confirmed date, but just a, you know we just pick a date sometime in the future and go okay, well, we're going to start up here and then this, all the things are going to happen underneath it from here and this in this sort of in this rough sequence and it's going to take roughly you know this twelve weeks or whatever. Yeah, sort of thing. So that, that that if they're not, if they're not like that's that's like I present that with the price. So if in 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 my um, view, in like in the reason why I do it is I want to show people like this is the schedule we've got. Yes, it could change at any second because you know, weather and all all sorts of different variables, but. Um, getting materials at this stage. Yeah, you're getting getting <laughs> materials at the moment. Yeah, that's out of control. That's that's a, that's another topic for another uh, night. Like just 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 side note, be wary of that. Everybody just be um, wary at the moment that materials are extremely hard to get in Australia. Well, worldwide at the moment, there's a timber shortage, um, and timber being in Australia being the, being our biggest um, building material. And there is a, as I said, worldwide shortage in timber at the moment. Timber and engineered veneer, uh, uh, laminated veneer lumber, or LVLs. Uh, and if you have any of that in your project at the moment, then expect there to be a delay because it's just like finding hen's teeth at the moment, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I spotted some unicorns in a Bunnings this morning. I posted about <laughs> it from anybody, anybody saw that. That, but... that, was, that was good. <laughs> I did um, see I'm that. Like, ooh, ooh. Oh, what's that? <laughs> yes. Because there were even even Bunnings, Australia's biggest hardware manufacturer, their racks were empty. And they're sending out emails in. saying, no you know, timber in their racks, no structural timber in their rack at all. And I was like, mm, there's a sign. Yeah. yeah. I'm so. And if uh, we can leave you with one thing at the end of this, um, 
just what the end result feels like um, and imagining this because like we were just saying with people having bad experience at the end of that project, once it's finished and it's renovated, I don't think a lot of people realize that once they've gone through that experience of building, they don't realize that that's how they feel about it. And that's what they're going to talk about because I hear so many people talk about what's who's the best builder in town or who does the deliver the best quality. And at that same time, they're asking that question. There's a little message in behind that saying, who can I trust and who's going to make sure they can deliver a good product. And you're also communicating to everybody else that like, don't, don't have a trusted builder, don't have a trusted builder. And that's not how it should be. Like, yeah. But there's so many bad stories of it. at the same time. You can see why yeah, I guess right. sometimes people, you know, get their backs up about it. And it's just when you're sitting there and that's all done and over, you're sitting there having your cup of coffee with your mother, your father, or whoever it is, you're going to talk about how that journey was. You know, what was it like from start to finish? Did they let you know what was going on? You know, you're not going to yeah. sit there and talk about like the bathroom could be absolutely amazing. Like mm. build, builders don't really have dramas of doing quality work. Yes. There might be some shoddy ones out there, but most of them yeah. are very good at what they do. They craft build a good, can build a good product at the end. Yes. Not many, 99.9% of them can't deliver a good experience. And it, it, just, and, and the re, you know what the reason why is because it had been trained, like most builders like us have were carpenters to begin with and skillful carpenters. So we thought, oh, we'll just go and work for ourselves. So we become builders, but never get trained. We get trained on how to put things together and how to build things and make them look nice, but never how to deal with a client, never how to understand their needs, wants, dreams. Um, fears, frustrations, wants and aspirations throughout a project, not how psychology works, not how to price things properly, how to show value to people. None of that is ever trained in a builder unless they seek specific training post that's a, that's getting a trained. For another time. All right, takeaways from this week. One of the things uh, me and Andrew talked about was emotional connection. So making sure you find a builder that understands you knows where you're coming from and that most of all you get along with like it's like a just a friend relationship that you've known for years like it's you want to make sure that that relationship is really well number two for you andrew yes that certainly helps uh, number two is trust and communication so you should nearly you really 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 should be able to trust them and feel that you should be able to trust them too you'll get a gut feel that yes we can trust this person or no i can't and communication 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 is the most important thing in a relationship communication communication didn't get that yeah number three um this one is so so important the experience will result in the feel of a house like so many people i talk to that have gone through that process and they talk about how bad the experience and they end up hating the house because all it does is remind them of, of how what they went through and how bad yeah. it was so please please reflect on how you want to feel in your house and yep. what that experience is going to be like and what that sh- should feel like for you. Yeah. Give it some thought. Thanks guys. See you next week. And don't forget guys. Um, we've got a, our, come and join our Facebook group. The builders don't compel their clients. Facebook group, share the podcast in there to talk about all the other topics that we're on. We take a suggestion from you guys on what we could, um, what we can talk about. We'd love hearing that from you guys. Um, any other feedback stuff is awesome as well. We're trying to get, make this show, as uh, beneficial for you as the homeowner 
or the renovator are looking at doing something with your home, um, this is this is all for you guys. So any feedback from you guys is greatly appreciated. Also on Instagram as well, we have got a What Builders Don't Tell Their um, yes, Podcast right. Instagram you. page as well. So and if you want to watch any of these back, YouTube, but if you're already watching this, then I'm assuming you found it. So most Probably people have. seem to watch it on the Spotify or you know, listener apps, all that sort of stuff. This brings us to the end of this week's show. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know we did. Hit the subscribe button. We're on all your favourite podcast apps. And if you've got any thoughts or topics that you want us to cover, make sure you hit us up in our DMs. We're on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, and this week we're brought to you by... Joel Miner from Refined Space Constructions. And I'm Andrew from Quadrio Building Services. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.